Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Oh, hello there. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. As always, it's lovely having you on board. Uh, This, the bonus material, is going to be focused on a product. Now, one half of the people you can hear talking right now on the podcast intro uh, doesn't really like plugging stuff on air. Yeah. Feels it's um, an abuse of a privileged position. The other half, on the other hand... Get what you can while you you can. can. Any port in a freebie storm. (laughs) That's what I say. That's Matt Dyson's attitude. Doesn't do anyone any harm. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag spawn. I'll never never forget that chat we had to have during the World Cup about that pub with all those big screens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reading off the press release. A new low, a new low. It just dragged me down into the depths. The depths of getting freebies. But this is interesting. This isn't one of those things. Well, here we go. So what I wanted to do was prefix it with that. That's my little pre-ramble. But we have just tried one of these, and we are very in a very privileged position because we do, from time to time, get sent stuff in, uh, get stuff sent into the studio, which you get to try. And as I say, very rarely in my mind does it does it kind of make it to air. But we've just tried a bird's eye crispy pancake, tomato yeah. and mozzarella filling, and my god, they're good. Yeah, we, they, well, it used to be Findus. They've moved on from Findus. So have birds I bought Findus or well, the press some, release? Yeah, they've got, they're distancing themselves from Findus. They're the bad days. Yeah, the they pancakes. say formerly known as Findus, the new bird's eye crispy pancake have more golden and crispy breadcrumb crusts and include more delicious fillings. I think the opening line needs to mention the lack of horse. I don't yeah. know about, <laughs> about everyone else. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no public relations officer. <laughs> but they, yeah, they've not even gone with a minced beef, alleged minced beef flavour this time. It's no, completely new. There's mozzarella, there's tomato mozzarella, which is the one we had, and it was delicious, and there's ham and mozzarella. Oh, right, yeah. The tomato mozzarella, it really tasted like a, a, an Italian delicacy that you sometimes get from those stores in Italy with like a sort of donuty thing with tomato sauce and cheese in the middle. I know of what you speak and interestingly and I'm guessing this person is Italian the marketing manager at Birdseye who's come up with all of this yeah. is called Alessandro Salazzi oh yeah Captain Birdseye isn't it yeah. obviously I that's think he was new... captain of the international <laughs> Italy team <wasn't> he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Salazzi used to play it for, for Forest he was the first Italian to play in the Premier League awful he was um, so Alessandro Salazzi the marketing manager at Birdseye says Finder's crispy pancakes were an unforgettable part of childhood for many people mm. living in the 70s 80s and even even the early 90s. Yeah. We want modern families to enjoy the same memorable mealtime moments. Wow. So there we go. Um, they do, they come recommended, which is a real badge of honour, <laughs> from The Breakfast Show, or from this half of The Breakfast Show. Uh, the bird's no, eye crispy pancake is just delicious. I'm so surprised. Get them in the oven with some oven chips and beans. So, oh, that's a nice idea. So pause the podcast right now. Go and cook yourself some chips, some beans, and some crispy pancakes, and then resume play. And above all, Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to start the show today, if I may, by sending all of our love from everybody here at Absolute Radio uh, to the friends and family of Keith Flint, who, uh, as I'm sure you're fully aware, tragically died yesterday. Uh, It's unbelievably sad. Um, It serves as a stark reminder that we must all continue to talk about mental health issues and we must continue to talk to one another. Uh, Now, I uh, I was fortunate enough to meet Keith uh, only very briefly once, and despite that iconic, incredible exterior, 
Uh, he was such a, a really sweet man. And I think that a lot of the tributes that have been paid by those closest to him that we've been reading online and stuff over the last 24 hours um, are a uh, testament to that. Um, and one of my favourite things that people have been saying is that Keith did what rock stars are supposed to do. He scared your mum and dad. R.I.P. Keith Flint. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hi, Dave. Just emailed the show for the first time. As I saw Matt Dyson's picture. For some reason, I always thought him to be a bald man. Oh, uh, well. I'm a proud bald man, so no offence. I yeah. just wanted to share this with you. He just sounds like a bald man Does from Will. <laughs> oh, great. That's the sound I'm going for. I don't know what if that means. If you stick around for a few years, you'll be all right, Will. <laughs> so just stick around for a little bit longer and it'll all be fine. You're doing okay, my friend. <laughs> and the reason I read this out from Will, it serves as a perfect springboard into probably the greatest work that Head of Focus Photoshop Brendan has ever done. So much so that I shared this on the group uh, WhatsApp yesterday. (laughs) I was so excited about it. It is, after yesterday, we decided that we're going to put on a screening, more details on how you can be there a little later in the show, of Point Break, starring Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Well, head of Photoshop Brendan has been to work. Yeah. I am Reeves. Yeah. I'm guesstimating. I think that is my neck because I can see that roll of fat that I get when I turn my head that comes down here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that, I don't want to put that against Keanu Reeves. He obviously no. works hard not to have that. So I think that's 85% Berry, 15% Reeves. Yes, mainly Reeves' hair, yeah. But you, Matt Dyson. Sarah wow. Jane was over. She was begging me to beg you to grow your hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of long permed uh, with a bit of bleach in there. I look a little bit like Rabsy Nesbitt. But, uh, but the and that neck... was the, the look Swayze was going for, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. The neck, I mean, Swayze's neck. That's my, all Swayze's my neck, My neck that, has isn't it? never looked like that. The Adam's apple is huge. It's such a muscular neck. You do look a little <laughs> bit like the love child of you and Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the floppy locks. Yeah. He looks, he looks Great. Um, you can see this for yourselves, by the way. It's on our Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. We've just retweeted it out again for you to take a look, because it is fine work. You look so handsome as half Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, cheers. Um, so that was my first thought. I was I was fearful that I dreamed this, but thankfully, it is a reality. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Matt Dyson, please tell me your first thought was related to your new car. I get very excited when other people yes, have new cars. We picked it up yesterday, so we now have seven seats for the children. Oh, uh, but has, I, that caused, has that solved all of your problems? Well, I thought it would stop them arguing, but yeah. despite my, my two girls being sat on separate sections of the car, they seem to argue more. I mean, I don't know what's going on. It's not helped in any way, shape or form. Hopefully it will over time. Did you have a strategy to the seating plan? Because with seven seats and three children, I presume, obviously, little Ted's got the car seats. So he'll be directly little behind Ted's the passenger right behind, seat. No, little Ted's right behind me. Then Bess Driver's is at the seat. back behind me. And then Maggie's over to the left. So there's quite a way between them now. It's almost like a minibus we've got. Uh, but they seem to argue more than ever I mean, about ridiculous things. Bess kept interrupting a song that Maggie was singing and Maggie started crying. This is what I have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. I, I don't want to bring this up because I can see it, it's painful, but and it's particularly for your daughters. But can you tell everyone, please? Because I think this is just as 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 an older sibling, I like I love this. Well, yeah, it reminded me of when I, me and my brothers were all, <laughs> yeah. all sat on the same row at the back seat, and your dad's all, my dad used to just fling his hand back, <laughs> and you'd all like move out the way, go, oh, like the tail of a giant yeah. whale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's wrong to hit children. You shouldn't yeah, have been well, doing that. But look, it was, we, we, it we don't have 80s. to point that out, Matt. We don't have to point that out. If anything, you've highlighted. 
what we've been talking so, about. Ma- so. so Maggie, right, Maggie's there singing a song from her um, nativity oh. uh, play that she did a couple of months ago, Bumping Up and Down on a Camel. It's a great song. Bumping Up and Down on a Camel. We are bumping up and down under them. And then Let's every, slow this down for the drunk podcast, every, please. After every line, Bess keeps going, <laughs> like a donkey. <laughs> it's, not even about a, it's about a camel, not a donkey. Yeah. And Maggie went crazy. She was oh. not happy with the Eeyores, and that caused World War II. I mean, we're so far away from Christmas that really all bets are off with I regards know. to a song. You yeah. should be able to just join in with whatever animal sound you want. <laughs> Hopefully she'll start on some Easter songs soon. I mean, <laughs> can only hope. Um, and what else is going on with the new car? Anything exciting? Well, that, I've got heated seats for the first oh. time in my Ooh. life. I did, I, <laughs> I've never really wanted heated seats, but I've got a two-level heated seat system. You can press it twice, to, so I went for full-on heat. I always think they feel a bit weird. Well, like you've I've had, a, had a little well. accident. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. And, and Matt can't tell nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lottery. He's, he's just got his door going. Eeyore in the back while he's driving along, thinking, "Have I?" <laughs> a very breakfast show podcast. Absolute Radio at Rodney's on Twitter. He's in a maternity ward listening to us on Absolute 80s, waiting patiently. Hashtag Labour. I think he means his partner, not the political party. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, the movie Signs. It has a race of aliens allergic to water, a deadly allergy, who come to a planet that is two-thirds water to eat humans who are 90% water. (laughs) This does not make any sense. I've been re-watching old films because of all this talk of blockbuster video from Stephen Camberley. I mean, spoiler alert, they don't win, so it does all add up in the end. Let me ask you, Emma (laughs) (laughs) what's your first thought today? I've been thinking about how many pancakes I can possibly eat today. Oh, pancake day. Happy Shrove Tuesday. Oh, yes. It's my favourite day of the year, and I like to see whether I can get pancakes away for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Do you have some with you now? Well, I've already cheated breakfast because I had to have porridge. Because I, uh, I couldn't, you know, there's limited facilities here. Yeah. I couldn't make pancakes. Well, there's no frying pan. Exactly. No frying pan, no flour, no eggs. Oh, there's no cooker either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apart from that. Yeah. No hob. <laughs> but later, I'll try very hard to beat. I think my record is nine in one sitting. Wow. Because so this be- is our first Shrove Tuesday together, Emma. It is. Yeah, so you're, yeah. a big, you're a big pancake big eater. Yeah, my favourite fav day of Christmas, <laughs> Easter, New Year's Day. No, it's pancake day for me. Oh, pancake really? Day. It's your favourite day. Yeah. What kind of toppings do you go for on those bad boys? Plain and simple, or are you spicing it up? I do like lemon and sugar, but yeah. I'll also do some banana, peanut butter, um, peanut butter and jam, yogurt. Do you have savoury ones? Syrup. Savoury? Yes, I do make a, a, che- a cheese and marmite, actually. Oh. Yeah. It's my, wow. my speciality. Cheese and marmite. Mm. Mm. Don't knock work. it till you've tried it. Could work. Yeah. Okay, okay. Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Um, oh, that was more that was more offensive than I first thought. Um, <laughs> I got I, I got an email yesterday um, from someone saying, oh, we'd like you to come in and audition for a, a role in a, a sitcom. Oh, great. Uh, but oh, like great. a small sort of role. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah, you know, very nice. And they sort of sent me a script. I looked over what the role is called. The role is for... Bad comedian. <laughs> but you've got to be first good... name bad, second name. You've got to be a good comedian to be a bad comedian. Yeah. What? There's no logic in that. I'm just oh, trying to make so you, you feel like, better. Oh no, I don't think I'm, I'm going to go in for this one. I think I'll stay at home. <laughs> but you know, like they say that there are there are people no. who would play the piano badly. Yeah, they would yeah, say yeah, that you, yeah. You have to be musically trained in order to yeah. do that. Yeah. Even if you're not asked to do the role, if you weren't <laughs> a good comedian. Yeah. Surely. It, it takes a good actor to play a bad comedian. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing yeah. is, 
what if I go yeah. to audition and I don't get the role? What does that mean? Does that mean I was too bad at being a bad no, comedian or I was good at being a bad yeah. comedian? It means you're a great comedian. <laughs> this is a win-win. Either you're in a sitcom or you're still a yeah. great comedian. Well done, Glenn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. So, yesterday on the show, we were joined by Mr Ricky Gervais to talk about his brand-new Netflix series, Afterlife. And once we'd finished talking about that and what a great series it is coming to Netflix this week, uh, we decided to have a little round of showbiz scenarios with Ricky. Uh, everybody's talking about this. Everyone's concerned about Chef Gordon Ramsay's semi-nudity. Mm. Um, but this is a feature that I've done with Denzel Washington, Benedict Cumberbatch, Liam Gallagher, and this is how Ricky fared. There's a body in the boot of the car. Right. Who do you call for help and why? Gordon Ramsay, mm. Kate Winslet or Ross Kemp? Oh. Winslet's out. OK. <laughs> uh, so you've got Ramsay or With Kemp. my back, I need a, a big, strong bloke <laughs> to help me. They're the both body. big lads, aren't they? Yeah. I think Kemp would revel in it, wouldn't he? Yeah. A He's bit of danger. for this challenge. He's super army soldier. <laughs> He's... He, that was the, you love it, Kemp. Yeah. Okay, so Kemp's helping you with the body in the boot of the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, you'll be thrilled to hear that, I'm sure. Ramsey would try and cook it. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shirt off. Gordon, put your shirt on. It's no, not a kebab, Gordon. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop drawing attention to yourself. <laughs> um, you're on trial in Thailand. <laughs> Never gonna happen. <laughs> right. Who do you choose to be your defence lawyer right. and why? Right. Steve Carell. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Or Stephen Merchant. Merchant's too nervous. They okay. wouldn't trust him. Well, he'd look like he was lying yeah, even if he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, Samuel Jackson would command the whole crowd, wouldn't he? I don't know, there's something vulnerable about Steve Carell, though, that I think people would go, well, if he's... I can see the, the dilemma between the two. I, 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 th I, think, I think Steve Carell... I think you've chosen wisely. He owes me. <laughs> <laughs> OK, this is the final showbiz scenario. You're on set and you've just found out you have to share a trailer with one of the following. Who do you share with and why? Sir Patrick Stewart, mm. Orlando Bloom or Carl Pilkington? Oh, it's Carl Pilkington, because he'd hate it. <laughs> you do it to wind him up? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he's, he's, he'd want his own trailer more than the other two. <laughs> what, over Orlando Bloom and Sir Patrick Stewart? Yeah, yeah. They'd love to share with me, because I wouldn't squeeze their head. <laughs> I'd like all my interviews to finish that sentence, if it was possible. Uh, you can see the full interview with Ricky Gervais on the Absolute Radio YouTube channel. Go check it out. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, once again, the cold finger of senior management has come pointing our way and it's judging us on not tackling these national days again. We've had a go. We, you know, we did Pistachio Day last week. Yeah. But today is, in my opinion, one of the darkest days for any radio DJ or presenter up and down the UK. It's Pancake Day, mm. where everything just just irks on the side of the one show. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of radio stations cooking up pancakes this morning and flipping them live on the there's show. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Mm. Well, I, actually, I personally <laughs> believe there is. <laughs> that's the whole point of this. But, you know, that's fine. Everyone's doing their own thing, of course. You know, that's what makes it such a, an exciting industry to work in. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, the, uh, the cold finger of senior management judgment, judgment has pointed at us once again, so we will be tackling Pancake Day. 
It's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. On your pancake day, uh, regular listeners will know that we have been accused here. On, well, I have been. I don't want to drag the team into this. I've been accused of not tackling national days enough. And in the world of radio, it doesn't get any bigger than Pancake Day. Yeah. Um, so, Emma, this is our first Pancake Day together yeah. on air. I'm you... sorry that I brought it up earlier. I didn't realise you hated it so much. No, I don't, no, I don't hate it. I just, I just don't. I think there's other things to talk about. No, and not just Pancake Day, just other days. But I know that Pancake Day will become relevant to me as my daughter gets older because it's about the kids, really, isn't it? The kids love a bit of Pancake Day. They're all obsessed with Nutella on it now, though, because pancakes love Nutella. They go around singing. <laughs> they go around singing that jingle. Yeah. And it's like, just put lemon and sugar on it. No, pancakes love Love Nutella. The Don Drapers of the modern era have a lot to answer for, don't they? they do. And it is on the advert they're singing Nutella, even yes. though Richie Firth says it's Nutella, which is the <laughs> he Italian. Does so it it's, a Nutella. Tough one. it's a tough yeah. one, isn't it? <laughs> um, so we are going to uh, tackle Pancake Day, uh, and there are two textual prongs, two ways in which you can get involved with the show this morning. I always love it when you get involved. So here we go. It's Pancake Day today. This is prong yeah. one. It's Pancake Day today. Pancakes are flipped. Flip is a child-friendly swear word. Uh. What are your alternative naughty words? And please use them in a sentence. As everybody knows, my alternative swear word is fudgy magoogoos. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stubby tongue. Ah, oh, fudgy magoogoos. <laughs> it works well. Prong two is it's pancake day today. The earliest pancake harks back to ancient Greece. The ancient Greeks celebrated Greek gods. What is your Greek god name, and what are you the Greek god of? I'm going to be Aphrodite. <laughs> nice. Um, the previous goddess of afternoon drinking. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It is Pancake Day. And on Pancake Day, we're asking, what are your alternative naughty words? And please put them in a sentence for me. And as it's your Pancake Day, what is your Greek god name, and what are you the god of? A couple of alternative swears have come in. Oh, good. Uh, Dave, mine is when anything goes wrong. Mother, father! (laughs) Oh, you really took that one to the wire, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) He's a bold broadcaster, is old Davey. That's good, though. That, That shows how well it works. You can't beat shish kebabs from oh, Chris yes. in Ipswich. Use that one as well. Um, Matt Dyson, we are offering up the two topics today. Which one have you selected? I sometimes go with Clive Mendonca. Child athletic legend. Child legend, but if you shout his name in anger, it gives you that release without upsetting your children. OK, I that's find. good. And I am the Greek god Hermes, uh, the god of constantly signing off Amazon deliveries at my front <laughs> <laughs> And Hermes is an actual Greek god. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um... Emma, uh, have you got an alternate swear or are you a Greek god of anything? Uh, a classic when I was growing up was always sugar, which I think ah, yeah, is sugar. A, yeah, oh, a lot of parents use that one. And then Hygieia is already a Greek god of health, cleanliness and sanitation. Oh, hygiene. I was going to be laun- yeah. laundrious. The thing I'm most known for in our relationship is um, doing the washing and I never get more wrath from my partner than when I'm washing the bedsheets and he comes home to see the bedsheets off and he's absolutely furious. Oh. I love him. I'm no one him. else would wash them if yeah. I didn't. <laughs> another another part of the show where Stefan has come out of it really badly, even though he's no. one of the nicest yeah. people I've ever met. <laughs> I feel his pain. I feel his pain. Um, Glenn, alternate swear or Greek god them? Uh, Greek god-wise, I'm Netflixios. I'm the Greek god <laughs> oh, of yeah. regularly watching Netflix despite having never had an account. Oh! oh. oh. Shh! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Insane. I mean, he I jokes. have an account. He jokes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, Just good. Just use other people's. Um, <laughs> 
uh, uh, and uh, in terms of alternative swears, uh, for some reason in my flat, uh, the, the go-to is uh, Woofy Buffins, oh. uh, which I, I don't know where it came from or anything like that, but it just... Woofy Buffins. Well, well, that nice. was my exotic dancing <laughs> back in the early 2000s. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's your pancake day, which means we're discussing what are your alternate naughty words, and please use them in a sentence. And, of course, what is your Greek god name, and what are you the Greek god of? Dave, like Hercules, I am mushy peas. Greek god of chippy teas. <laughs> Gino Salford. Nice. All how the mighty mushy peas. Oh, mushy peas. <laughs> uh, so that's your Greek god. And joining us now with alternate swears, a nice idea from Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are we? Very well, thanks, Joe. So obviously no one wants to use naughty words in front of the kids. So what you do is you switch in the name of a celebrity. Yeah, I've got a couple, actually, because I, I use um, celebrities that have like long names or good mm. names that you can shout. Well, well, show us your workings. Give us an example of what's going on here, Joe. Right, OK, I'll go... I'm Nelly Furtado! <laughs> 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 ah, Nelly Furtado, nice. any, anyone else? Uh, yeah, I've got... Emmanuel Adibayor! <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel Adibayor's little turn at swear is crap. genius. Uh, Joe, thanks for tuning into the show <laughs> and getting in touch, my friend. Have a lovely day. You too, thank you. Take care, my friend. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where we're celebrating Pancake Day the only way we know how, which is to ask you for your alternative naughty words and also to ask you what would your Greek god name be and what would you be the Greek god of. Ian and Basingstoke's got in touch. He says, I am Kippos, god of sleep. <laughs> Very nice. Um, alternative swears, because no one wants to swear around the kids, and let's face facts, people shouldn't be swearing anyway, you no. know. Um, in keeping with the celebrity names, Dave, I feel that Chris Akabusi works really well from Pete from Doncaster. Chris Akabusi! Nice. <laughs> For fudge cake from Matthew in Portsmouth. <laughs> of course. Um, kid-friendly naughty word, Dave, Ecklefecken, as in oh. yippee-ki-yay, Ecklefecken. Uh, yeah. That's from Joe L and Dan in Guildford. Little town in the Scottish borders. Of course it is, and hello to the residents of um, I always go... For, now, Dan describes this as going for the classic. So this is, da, this is the prefix is text. Dan in Gloucester says, I always go for the classic, Arthur Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that oh, anywhere else before, no. Dan, not going to lie. His name's said in anger. My favourite alternate naughty word is, son of a biscuit eater! Oh, <laughs> Ashley good. and Canuck. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, got any over there, Matt? Uh, Charlie says, uh, when I visited Slovenia, I learned that they have a curse phrase which translates into English as 300 hairy bears. So I sometimes use that as an alternative to swearing, and it's oddly satisfying. I've put 300 uh, uh, hairy bears... That was already in your search history, really. <laughs> 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 it already was. I'd already Googled it. So I just copied and pasted it into Google Translate, and, and it was fine. Uh, so in Google Translate into English into Slovenian, I don't know if I'm getting this right, but it sounds like it might be Tristo Kosmati Medvedov. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which would be a nice, satisfying alternative to swearing. Very good. What is it, 300 hairy bears? Yeah. Oh, I like that one being on the show. Any more, Matt? Uh, yeah, there's quite a few coming in that I can't actually read out. I'm a bit too worried to read them out, to Yes, be and also we, we had a fall into a trap. When you just spell a swear word out, that's not going to work yeah. on the radio. <laughs> no. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Home of out-of-date films reviewed by listeners. And this morning on Line 1, we have Paul. Good morning, Paul. 
Okay? Very good, thanks for asking. And how are you? Not too bad, cheers. Not too bad. Marvellous. So, effectively, what happened here, and the, the list is becoming really long, Matt Dyson lent his copy of a Reddit tree to listener Joe, who gave us Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds, to listener Will, who gave us Conair, uh, who gave that to John Schwab, who starred in Kick-Ass 2. That was reviewed by Stuart Taylor, uh, who offered up The Hangover, which listener Jess really enjoyed, and she gave us From Dust Till Dawn. Nathan thought that was awesome, using the word vampiric quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds was up next. Then we got to Phone Booth... And then I went on a long weekend away, uh, yeah, and it was down to review. you and Ben Burrell. Yeah. So yeah. Did, did the listener enjoy Phone Booth, uh, the not, Colin Farrell yeah, classic? Ish, yeah, not, not, not that much in the end, really. And that was listener Louise, who then offered up to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went away for is... just one show. <laughs> 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 Which is a strange-looking film. So, um, Paul, it's got a great cast. Wesley Snipes is in it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And Swayze. Patrick Swayze is in it. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of it? Before we get your review, what what did you think of it? Uh, Well, I must confess, I hadn't heard of it. Um, And it took me a little while to find it. I thought the cast was fantastic. I gave it three and a half days out of five. Um, It's not going to be my go to movie, a bit like you're born old Titan. (laughs) Uh, That's that's my Paul Monty. It's some good one liners with good cameos in it. Um, Amy Campbell, Robin Williams, um, and a great dodgy second hand car salesman. But um, yeah, good bit of fun. Brilliant. Okay, well, let's have a little listen to your review. Some good cameos, it sounds like. Here we all are again. Time to crown a new drag queen of the year. Swayze and Snipes take part in a national drag queen competition over in Hollywood. I was mainly looking forward to seeing Wesley Snipes in drag. Not his normal role, of course. Darling, if you're going to become a drag queen, you're going to have to learn these things. The leads are all good and look fantastic. They ham up the roles perfectly and all of some decent one-liners. Although some of the best one-liners, in my view, go to those making cameo appearances, such as Naomi Campbell, where she comments on Wesley Snipes' beauty. I wish it was as beautiful as <laughs> In many ways, a message of acceptance, tolerance, etc. made in the movie are quite apt today. Now, Tommy, when you encounter such gorgeous ladies, the correct way to greet them is to say, Good afternoon, ladies. So if you want to laugh with a film that doesn't quite require any real degree of concentration, a happy ending and three strapping fellas looking fab and drag, then you won't go far wrong. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. What a great review. Everyone's getting really good at this, aren't they? Yeah, when we started, right. it was kind of a fumble, yeah, it was all right, I'm going to give it yeah. two stars or whatever. But now everyone's a commode, everyone's a zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now well, film well, night's well, finished, I'm, we need it. I'm st- I'm no Barry Norman, that's what <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul, you did really well. We heard you say you're going to give it three and a half berries out of five. Um, so that's the right, only yeah. question that remains, apart from thanking you for a brilliant film review, is what movie are you offering up on out-of-date films reviewed by listeners? Well, as crazy as it sounds, I struggled to think which one to go for. I was going to go for Point Break, but obviously that's been surpassed now. So yes, I'm Point Break, more on that a little later. Yeah, well, there's a vertical limit which is inspired by your blockbuster advert from last week. So you're going for Vertical Limit, inspired by a mention in the Blockbuster video advert ah, that we played out. OK. That's the one, yep. Paul, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thanks very much indeed for taking the time to review a film and have a lovely day. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Take care. Thank Thanks, you. Paul. Take care. So, Vertical Limit. 
of course, starring uh, Chris O'Donnell and Bill Paxton, a photographer who witnessed his famous uh, mountaineer father's death as a child, must uh, face his fears and rescue his sister, this, yeah. who is trapped on K2 like at 26,000 feet. I saw it on my 11th birthday. Oh, oh, did you? That wow. was my birthday party. Me and a few oh. mates went and watched Vertical Limit. Yeah, there was Soundtrack a- from the Eagles. Oh, oh really? Wow. Okay, that's They nice. were all the rage at the time. There were lots of films about mountain-based disasters, weren't yeah, there? Cliffhanger was another Cliffhanger good one. Stallone, yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Welcome to the show, present Matt Dyson. Present. Emma Jones is here. Hello. As is Glenn Moore. Present. And now uh, I'd like to talk about my daughter Evangeline's superpower. She is three months old today, the little mite. Wow. Uh, And in the past week, we've discovered that she has an incredible ability. And that ability is, I will put the, I will put Biddy in her mouth, I'll put the little dum-dum in her mouth. Yeah. And then, I know this happens with many children, I will then turn around and turn back a split second later, and dum-dum's gone. Yeah. Now, up until this week, it meant that it was just kind of laying next to her face. Stuck under her cheek. Just under there, it's like, it's it's got the rubber spiking her in the temple or something, and she's slightly uncomfortable. And so, and I would remove it and I would put it back in, and this is something, this is a process we will do all afternoon together. Yeah, sometimes. I don't need to watch this. Yeah. What's this been on pause for an hour and a half? That's fine with me. Let's catch up on real time. That's how long this has been on pause. Whilst I'm putting a dummy back in your mouth. Sometimes they forget how to suck on it somehow as well. They can't seem to do it for a few seconds. Come on, it's what you do. It's your raisin d'etre. Pooping and sucking on a dummy. This is your thing. This is your whole thing. Anyway, this week, as we hurtled towards the three-month mark, this is where the superpower set in, because I was starting to rifle round the side of Evangeline's head, looking looking for the dum-dum, and it wasn't there. And then I turn round, and to my shock and awe, it was on the other side of the room. (laughs) (laughs) It was on... She... And we've wow. seen her do it now with our action, because I thought maybe that's another dummy. Yeah. So I, I was moving her out of the bed, trying to find where it was, but it was the dummy. She can spit her dummy for... We don't know. We haven't taken her outside yet to road test this, but a little what? bit like when Superman's first testing his powers out, you mm. know, and he starts to... Yeah. At first he's leaping, then he's flying. I think she could maybe, you know, send this thing miles. Wow. I mean, it's not so much the shape-shifting or the claws that come out of her fists. I think this is the real... <laughs> this is the real superpower. <laughs> and I thought, how on earth can I test just how incredible this is? And that's when I thought, I have three like-minded colleagues that I get to sit alongside every weekday morning here on The Breakfast Show. And so I've purchased four dummies. Oh, you're not going to make us do it. We are going to be spitting our dummies out. And up next, Emma, you'll get to select your weapon of choice. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I am loving the concerns of the team. Each of them so individual. Matt Dyson, you happy to spit a dummy out? Yeah, all right, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. Emma, um, first question, they're not your baby's dummies, are they? Yeah, Uh, yeah. that would have been disgusting. Uh, No, they are sealed, they are not touched by human hands. That's fine. Uh, And Glenn, I I believe you received a text message straight away. Yeah, I was absolutely absolutely fine with the idea, and then I got a text from my girlfriend saying, if you do the dummy thing, I will break up with you. (laughs) If I see a photo, it will be too revolting, so it's your choice entirely. Oh, wow. So I'm stepping in. I'm going to do this. <laughs> who, do- <laughs> who doesn't want to see their boyfriend as a baby? It's weird, isn't it? Crazy. <laughs> um, so I've got four dummies. Uh, this little aerodynamic bad boy is the zero to six month nook. Um, and you get to choose your weapons. Uh, Emma, I'll start with you. You've got the duck egg blue with the bicycle motif, the see-through with the kind of 70s retro lines across it, the pink with the sunshine, or you've got the translucent with the lollipops. I'll go um, duck egg blue, please. Duck egg blue. OK, 
Okay, Glenmore, you've got the translucent 70 stripe, the pink sunshine, or the lollipop? Lollipop, please. You're going lollipop. Matt, you've got uh, pink sunshine or 70s? Pink sunshine all the way. You have sterilised these, yeah? They haven't been touched, They've honestly. Been they're, fresh. Great. they're fresh. They're fresh. They're good. They're good to go. They're in a little safety case. Lovely. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to spit our dummies out, literally, as many people in this industry do, for, yeah. in my opinion, <laughs> for the most ridiculous of reasons. I've, I've heard some stories of people who do this for a living that, frankly, just baffle me. Anyway, we're going to spit our dummies out uh, across the studio and try and get them in a bowl. What was it you were saying earlier about people flipping pancakes on air? It's, <laughs> it's too trivial. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, the time has come for us to spit out our dummies uh, Evangeline, my three-month-old daughter, has displayed an incredible ability to spit her dummy. Bear in mind, she's from a laying position. She's not moving her head or getting a run-up, obviously. She's three months old, but she can spit it right across the room. And I wanted to put it to a test just how uh, strong her ability is to do this by using the team. Now, we've kind of lined up. I'm going to go first, then it's Glenn, then Emma, then Matt. We've all got a fresh dummy from the pack that we all selected. Uh, we have a bowl under camera one, so kind of... Ideally, you get it in the bowl. There is a sellotape mark on the floor here behind the broadcasting desk, which we must all use. And as I say, no run-ups. Are we ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no. Did even clear the monitors. Oh, embarrassing. My own workstation. Okay. She okay. didn't get it from you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, you're up. Okay, all right. There's the mark on the floor. So nervous. Ooh, oh, that, oh. that went that went far. Is that, he going for the right way? Yeah, that's oh, Glenn's definitely really in the lead. Close to Olympic standards. Glenn has about a foot on me though. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes. oh, over the monitor. Into that little bit in the desk that's never been cleaned. Yeah. Affectionately known as the hairy hole. Oh. Yeah, you never want to suck that dummy again. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's pretty right. good. So there we go. Kind of sad to say it, but as I was suspected, um, Evangeline's dad is Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Now, as regular listeners will know, I've achieved a lifelong ambition of joining one of the last blockbuster video stores on Earth in a small town called Bend in Oregon. I'm a paid-up member, and the general manager there, Sandy, says we're allowed to rent a film. And yesterday, we decided we're going to rent the 1991 Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves classic, Point Break. And we're going to put on a screening in one of the very swanky Soho screening rooms. State-of-the-art screen and sound. We'll put food and drinks on. All the movers and shakers are going to be there. We want you to be there too. And in order to win your way into our exclusive screening, well, we took inspiration from the brilliant trailer that accompanied the movie. This is just so 1991. On the coast of Southern California, you can only surf, party, and make love for so long. Before it's time to go to work. Rock and roll. 27 banks in three years. Everybody's ready. Anything to catch the perfect wave. I'm not a crook. Patrick Swayze. Man, it makes me think twice about putting money in the bank these days. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. So you think I joined the FBI to learn to surf? <laughs> Point break. Adios, amigo. 
100% pure adrenaline. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So, if you want to come to our screening of Point Break, with a plus one, of course, and have some food and drink and watch a great movie, we need you to give a movie-style voiceover to your own life. If you're up for the challenge, email us now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Matt, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Right. Would you movie voice over your own life? Uh, uh, okay. A- any part of it, uh, take it away. In a world of new cars, his was special. It had seat warmers, but he wasn't sure how they made him feel. From the people who bought you air conditioning... Heated seats or a little accident? Only he really knows the answer. <laughs> that was my, my morning. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, if you download the Daily Podcast, you'll see what we're referring to there. That was very good, Matt Dyson. Uh, but it's over to you guys. We'd love to have you at the screening. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk if you fancy giving a movie-style voiceover to your own life. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Uh, we're currently talking about the fact that we're going to be putting on a blockbuster video rented film, and that film is going to be Point Break, and we're going to be putting it on in Soho screening rooms, and we want you to be there. We've been inundated with texts from you, you lovely people, warning us about the different regions and how they might not work. <laughs> yes. It's so sweet of you so to get in touch. Hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of, of concerned listeners saying, are you sure you've got the right regional player? Hey, we're dealing with Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon. We're dealing with the pros here, as yeah. we are with the Soho screening room, so we will make sure the film will be able to play, but thank you so much for your concerns. And in order to win your way into the screening, you need to movie-style voice over your own life. And joining us right now is our first contestant for this. It's Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. And how are you? Lovely sunny morning. Lovely. And we uh, we kind of... We had a few options when it comes to the movie we were going to show. Do you think we chose wisely with Point Break? Oh, definitely. It's a classic. It is yeah, a classic. OK, well, we hope that you and someone you love very much can come to the screening. But first, you do need to movie-star voiceover your own life. Steve, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, go on then. OK, good luck. The floor is yours. Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the kitchen, Harry Newstead has spilt the cereal and there's only one man who can save the day before the school run. Dad. <laughs> is on a one-man mission to track down the cereal spiller. Coming <laughs> to a kitchen near you soon. The cereal spiller! <laughs> Steve, congratulations. We'd love to have you come to our screening. Nice one, thanks a lot. Uh, who are you going to bring with you? Oh, I think I might bring the other half. OK, your other half. We look forward to seeing you there for a good old screening, state-of-the-art style of Point Break. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, howdy there, wordplay partners. Yes, the Daily Smash has arrived. And this morning, we take inspiration from snooker legend Ronnie O'Sullivan. Mm. What a character he is. Yes, he is indeed. Uh, the Rocket has uh, done a post-match interview uh, while playing in a tournament, but he's done it, the whole thing, with an Australian accent. OK, should we have a little listen? Yeah. Not easy to defend a title, top 16 players, but you're in the next round and uh, not, not far away from doing that. Got to be in it to win it, mate. <laughs> 
995 <laughs> centuries now. Five away from that thousand. You one step closer? Well, yeah, five to go. One step closer to the little thousand. It'd be great to get there, and uh, you never know. Could get it at the, this tournament, could get it in Landino, could get it in Sheffield. Who knows, mate? But it's exciting. <laughs> the interviewer doesn't reference it at all. <laughs> well, you wouldn't. You just make no sudden moves. <laughs> so weird. Back away try, really slowly. Try not to break eye so contact. Yeah. Out exit door. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So there we go. Uh, what we're going to be doing this morning, as we touched on the plays yesterday, we're going to take movies, and we are going to snooker the movies. 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. I've got one for lucky number 11. Ooh, oh, yes. Well done. Ray Reardon View Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Screw Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> nice. Oh, Thank you. Wow. Matt Dyson, what you got? Um, Cliff Thorburn after reading. Along <laughs> <laughs> a, a came a spider rest. And uh, <laughs> the Englishman who went up a hill but came down Doug Mountjoy. <laughs> wow! Matt Dyson, you're on fire today. Emma Jones, what you got? I actually snookered the playlist. Um, oh, oh okay. I'm quite oh, proud no. of them, so can I go anyway? Yeah, yeah why not? Anyway, yeah. So I got the squeeze song, Pull for Cats, nice. which isn't snooker, but no, whatever. It's so it's neither of the topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, bring <laughs> your own puns, it's All fine. Right, okay, it's okay, just fine. a sentence. Fine, fine. What about Stop in the Frame of Love? Oh, yeah. That's good. And go. uh, yeah. Bays to Men. Well, that's oh, whilst nice. it's very good, I must point out it is snooker and movies. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, I've got Dennis Taylor, Soldier Spy, uh, Culus, and uh, the John Cusack movie Gross Pot Black. Oh, excellent! The Empire Strikes Black. Chalk the line <laughs> from Andy yes. in Gillingham. Q framed Roger Rabbit oh. from Lee in Hampshire. Double. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're embroiled in the Daily Smash. Snooker in the movies. Here we go. Shawshank re-rack them. <laughs> from Paul in Acton. It's good. Bays of Thunder from Beth. Oh, Bays nice. is the is the green fabric the on green top base, of snooker table. Yeah. I did not know that. I thought it was just a felt. Uh, free ball, Willie Thorne, a double whammy <laughs> there. And finally, one flew over the cuckoo's rest from nice. Mark in Durham. Well done to you, Mark. What have we got on Twitter, Matt? Goodbye, Jumbo's gone for one four seven point break, which was staring us in the face. Of course, of course wasn't it? Uh, the magnificent one four seven from Roy Kill Bill Werbenick is a particularly okay, nice one. Going to have to give me a bit of Werbenick. <laughs> Real old school right, okay. snooker player, smoked a lot. And Harry King, one of many to go for the 40-year-old Virgo. <laughs> John wow. Virgo. Nice. The Daily Smash will return tomorrow. Thanking you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time to say Arrivederci for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. It has been quite the show. And the best way of finding out that I'm not lying about that fact is to download the daily podcast. From producer Mark, as we've been ringing the naming bell throughout the last four hours of live radio, what have you jotted down? First up, Woofy Buffins was my exotic dancer name in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so, Woofy Buffins is what Glenn's housemates use instead of swears. Yes. 
And coincidentally, that was my exotic dancer name in 2004. Yeah, both things are true. Quite a year. Yeah. We are alternate Greek gods. Yes, we did. We were all turned alternate Greek gods around 7 o'clock this morning as we celebrated Pancake Day. Don't ask. And finally, 300 hairy bears is already in my internet search history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's only one hairy bear amongst us. Slovenian. Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Slovenian, that was it. As yeah. he reminisces over the show. <laughs> uh, so find out what that's all about by downloading the podcast. We will name it... Woofy Buffins was my exotic dance name in 2004 because it will be the only podcast on planet Earth with the words Woofy Buffins in it. And I kind of <laughs> like that fact. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Thanks for tuning in. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.